Welcome back, fam, and part three of our study of Psalm 23. We want to pick up where we left off at by looking at verses four and five, and, and I'll read it to us. It says this, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. I want you to notice how, how David now turns from talking about God's provision to God's protection. As a shepherd, the, the Lord protects him even in the valley of the shadow of death, as I like to say it. Even when we're in the midst of our most dark moments, we see this, this protective nature of the shepherd begins uh, to emerge. The paths of righteousness do not protect us from the valley, but the Lord is with us even when we're in our darkest moments. I want you to hear me, that walking with God doesn't mean that we won't walk through valleys, but the beautiful thing is the shepherd is with us every step of the way. So, so watch this, though there are places that may be a little bit uncomfortable, places where it may even be a little bit darkness, Places where the shadow of death seems to be obscuring our view, our fear is eclipsed by the presence of God. That even in those places where there's uncertainty, as long as we can stay close enough to God and we can sense his presence, we know that he's going to lead us to where we need to go. So, so let's explore this a, a little bit further. When the children of Israel were leaving out of Egypt, remember there were moments when they couldn't see. But the Bible talks about how there was a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night that was being able to protect them from the hand of the enemy. You can continue to examine the, fur, the fullness of what God's presence was for the children of Israel in Exodus chapter 33, verse number 14. Now, the Lord grants us even more than just his presence. He grants us also with his power. The passage says that your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, the rod was meant to beat off the external enemy. That was what the rod was typically used for, that whenever a predator would come, the shepherd would use that rod and he would fight off the enemy, staving off the attacks of the adversary. But then the other part, that staff, it had a little hook on it. And what that did is that was able to, to kind of yank the sheep that went a little bit astray. What that means is that not only is the presence of God with us, but the power of God is with us. That if we can allow the Lord to be our shepherd, there are moments where he's going to go on the offense and fight the enemy away, but there's going to be other moments where he's going to have to pull us over and get back into the fold because we're wandering into environments um, that's not his best for our lives. You know, I love how Jesus says that my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I love this idea because what happens when you spend enough time around the shepherd, the sheep would actually respond to the shepherd's voice. This is why we discern the voice of God in community. This is why we go to church. This is why we, we read God's word so that we can begin to recognize the voice of God, even in moments where we feel with all of our, with everything inside of us, that this next step may be the will of God. But God has a way when we recognize his voice of saying like, I know that's an open door, but that's not a room I want you to go into. Allow me to redirect you because there's something better for you in another space that I've provided for you. In verse number five, we see that the metaphor changes a little bit. And now David begins to speak about the enemies specifically. But, but then rather than the shepherd taking the position of a shepherd exclusively, he now turns into a host. What it says is that he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies and that he's going to anoint my head with oil and my cup begins to overflow. This whole idea of sitting at a table, specifically in the New Testament, was meant to be a banquet style environment. And it was always meant to be a place that represented salvation. It was a place that represented the Lord's Supper. It was a place where people could commune together. And as we can see, that even though the disciples were walking alongside Jesus and they took communion with him, they were still surrounded by a lot of spiritual opposition, but yet they were seated in 
heavenly places. That's encouragement for us, that even though we may be surrounded by some of the most dark and difficult things, that we have a seat at the Lord's table. And as long as we're seated at his table, there's an anointing that he wants to flow over every single one of our lives. When it talks about this idea of him anointing us with oil, that's often symbolic of the Holy Spirit how the Holy Spirit wants to pour on us and through us and on out of us so that we can have an impact in every environment that we are around. What we find in the early churches, they would pull from these ideas from Psalm 23 to inspire them that even when they were dealing with great persecution, they would be encouraged knowing I am seated in heavenly places. I'm, I'm, I'm anointed and my cup overflows. That they knew how to keep their, their inner resolve even when they were dealing with external pressures. That even though the enemy is all around me, who the greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world because God is on the inside of me. My, my encouragement for some of us is don't allow the external pressure to cause you to shift your internal commitment. Knowing that God is with you every step of the way is sometimes all we need to grab a hold of when we're in the moments of despair. Show we may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but we have nothing to fear because God is with us. Here's my question for us right now. Are you, are you discouraged? Do you feel like you're in a place that's, that's filled with despair and darkness? I, I want to I want to I want to ask you to slow down just a little bit. Begin to recognize the power and presence of God and know that he's ordering your steps and that though following Jesus doesn't protect us from the valley, following him absolutely ensures that we're going to make it out of it. Be encouraged, my friend. Let me let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for your your presence. I thank you, God, that even in moments of darkness and, and despair, that we can we can recognize your presence, God. We can recognize and sense your your power. So, Father, my prayer is this, that we can we can respond to your voice, that we can recognize that you're ordering our steps and that we can lean in, be patient with the journey, Father, and trust you as we move forward. In Jesus' name, amen.